died for a day. So the big news today is after months of, of looking for it and searching and even considering spending money, we finally found the full PDF of Drake's shitty poetry book. So Jazz has can... a fake book and rap has a Drake book. That's right. And today we can finally give people the full book read through that they deserve, the full audiobook with commentary here. Yeah, I put it in Google Docs. I copy and pasted the whole thing, and it turned out to be 1,080 cal uh I almost said calories. <laughs> it's very digestible, everybody. I think uh in terms of calories, it's probably got about none because there's no substance to it. That's right. It is very substanceless. It's like a soda. Yeah. <laughs> it's all sweetener. Yeah, 5,400 uh, 5, characters. It's uh, no, 1,080 words, 5,400 characters. And that calculates to 19 tweets. Yeah. <laughs> normal tweets. You could fit it all in one tweet if you paid for Twitter. Does Drake have a blue check? I wonder. I don't know. He might be what big enough Twitter that Elon name? gave him one or something. Doesn't he have a stupid Twitter name? Probably Champagne Poppy. That's his uh, Instagram anyway. Oh, no. He's just at Drake. Yeah, he has oh, the okay. blue check. It's I hard to know if just paid give it for to it, you. Though. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't pay for it. They yeah, would just I give it to him. Because he probably has top 10 followers in the world. Almost yeah. 40 million. Jeez, but he could wow. post this whole book as a tweet if he wanted. He could even yeah. put... He could do the members thing that they have now. Where you can have people subscribe to you and you can have members only posts. The only person I see doing that is Cat Turd. And I'm certainly <laughs> not going to pay to see his posts. But Drake could do that if he wanted to pivot to a subscription basis because he did stop selling these. There is a limited supply now. Yeah. So if he wanted to do a sort of streaming service for the Drake book, he could do it on Twitter. If this was like 2008, everyone would think that's extremely subversive of him to release his book in tweet form. Like when everyone did like fucking hypertext fiction and all of it sucked, you know? Yeah. They would be calling him the radio head of hip hop. Yeah. <laughs> if he had done that in 2008. But first, before we get to Drake, we got plenty of other stuff to talk about. I want—I keep forgetting to get to this. Uh, someone DM'd this to me a couple weeks ago, and I think it's funny enough to read on the show. Uh, on Apple Music, there's like playlists of like different kids' music and whatever, and occasionally they write like an official review of it. And I just think it's really funny that they took this Coco Melon Kids playlist this seriously when writing about it. Let's just read this paragraph here. Even when experienced without the 3D animated videos that have made Coco Melon one of the most popular YouTube channels of the 2010s, these nursery rhymes explode with vibrant colors. Wheels on the bus and five little monkeys jumping on the bed are accompanied by oscillating vibraphone style rhythms that give the circle time standards a tropical twist, while Old MacDonald is delivered in a brisk harmonica honkin' hoedown that'll make you feel like you're cruising down a country road. Coco Melon also dip into the modern kid song canon with a laid-back synth-poked laid synth take on Baby Shark that will lodge its earworm chant a few inches deeper into your brain. Wow. Someone has to write that for their job. Yeah, that's so cool. That's pretty I awesome. I hope it's someone who uh, freelances for Pitchfork, you know? Yeah. They should have to give it a... Uh, what was the rating? There's no rating. It's just There's saying... There's no rating? Yeah, they're just saying... They should have to give good. it a rating out of 10 to a decimal point. I agree, yeah. It is funny to I hear actually... someone talk in those terms about the instrumentation that we've talked about before in kids' songs where they have the marimba, and it's this sort of unplaceable feel that they have where it's sort of tropical but also not and also yeah, exactly. like it's from the jungle and it's like nothing else sounds like the songs from barney other than other kids music but now they're talking about it like it's this unique thing like <laughs> yeah. this oscillating marimba it's like a a vibraphone on a yamaha dx7 that's just uh, going around the stereo field back and forth yeah exactly this shitty patch from like 30 years ago that's it's just revolutionary really yeah, it's so funny like, what adult is going to be sold by that description? Yeah, and who pays for albums like that? Is it meant for streaming services? Do they assume that people are just going to listen to it on streaming services yeah, it's, anyway? it's written, like, on a streaming playlist, basically. Like, oh, okay. For some reason, yeah, there's a review on the stream. Yeah. So it's just trying to direct more plays to it. That would make sense. Yeah. I love because the I don't phrase... think anyone pays for kids' music. It's amazing people ever did. Like, people would buy a CD of yeah, Barney, Barney or Raffi or something. Now yeah. you can just put YouTube on and have it autoplay. And in some yeah. senses, that's worse because the 
uh, the Elsa Spider-Man dentist visit stuff comes up. Yeah. <laughs> but at least it's free. Yeah, they do Drake numbers too, you know? Millions and millions. Also, you can't put a sandwich in an iPad. You can yeah. <laughs> get some uh, Ritz crackers crumbs in the charging port, but you can't put a whole sandwich in there like you used to be able to. I think the best phrase in that Coco Melon review was harmonica honk and hoedown. <laughs> harmonica honk McDonald's. and hoedown. I can imagine what that sounds like. And I don't think it's... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I want to listen to it now. A Coco Melon old McDonald. There's no way it's as good as Jules TV. That shit just Is it blew be away the same every one? other kid's song. Like the first that the first one that comes up, probably whatever Coco Melon Old McDonald is. I'm gonna look on Spotify. Okay, that's incredibly annoying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would you describe is... it as a harmonica honking hoedown? I guess someone is honking on a harmonica, but it's very trebly. <laughs> and there's like, what do you even call it? Like those door stoppers where you let it go and the spring goes. <laughs> that's really like funny. the musical version of that. They have one of those going on every bar. Oh, it's like a jaw harp or whatever? Yeah. I don't think it's what they described it as. It's not a harmonica honking hoedown? I guess you have to say something positive. You can't just <laughs> say it sucks, but it is. It's a very thin mix. It sounds like general MIDI. It is need to go just listen to Jules replacement TV. rate kids music. And you can make good kids music. Like You could get good studio musicians in there, like uh, Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah, that's true. Very talented people wrote and recorded uh, recorded those songs. But no one has the money for that anymore. Coco Melon, overrated. You Plus, I'm too first. old for it. I'm not too old for it, but it's still I don't, still don't like it. What else we got? I wanted to follow up on this story here. Stereo Gum has a much-needed uh, conclusion of the Black Eyed Peas lawsuit with the pooping unicorn toy maker. I can't find their name again. Oh, yeah, the, the Poopsie company, Slime but, Surprise. Yeah. What a disgusting phrase that is. So as we remember from the last time we talked about it, there's these unicorns that poop out sparkly slime made by the same company that made Bratz dolls. Uh, and they did a My Humps parody called My Poops, where the unicorns talked about pooping. And then Black Eyed Peas record label sued them. It's so strange. I don't know why you would even do that. The kids know My Humps? Oh, there's no way. It's just that BMG just wants money. Yeah. It doesn't it's make all, sense on BMG any level. And it's like, label. It is very similar to that other story about um, the treadmill guy suing the cereal company. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Like, why did anyone make any of these decisions? I see. Actually, it looks like BMG sent a bunch of cease and desist to the My Poops thing, and they just ignored them. So that's why they actually sued them for real. Oh, MGA Entertainment is who makes the pooping unicorns. So they finally sued them for copyright infringement. And in the words of Tom Bryan, friend of the show here on Stereo Gum, Billboard reports that BMG and MGA have reached a settlement in principle to resolve the lawsuit. The terms of the settlement have not been disclosed. If the case had gone to trial, it could have had far-reaching implications on parity protection and fair use under First Amendment law. I'd like to speculate that the parties involved all realized that it would be terribly embarrassing to be involved in a precedent-setting legal case about my humps and some unicorn dolls that poop sparkly slime. Well, a lot of things are embarrassing. Yeah, My Humps itself was embarrassing enough to to make that song, so I don't see why you would have any misgivings about that going to trial, you know? But it sucks that we don't get to know how much they ended up paying them, you know? We'll probably never yeah, know. Yeah, I, I wonder what the fee would have been to just license the song. Yeah. If you really had to do that. Because I don't think that commercial ran that much. Like, I'm not watching Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network, but I've never heard of those other than this story that we talk about. Yeah, totally. And when like we I, looked it up, I feel like it doesn't a lot of seem it was widely like, advertised. Yeah, I don't know that it's even still being made. Maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, that song's like 20 years old. It doesn't have much like life left in it. They should have just, you know, they would have accepted any amount of money for it. Yeah, it's not a huge get if you have that song in a commercial. Like if you had blinding lights in a commercial, that would maybe be like, ooh. But that's a song from 2005. Yeah. I just hope that it ends up where Black Eyed Peas uh, step in to actually do an ad for the pooping unicorns. Like, no, we personally are invested in this now. We'll do it for yeah, free. Yeah, it's not like it's beneath them. It is like OK Go yeah. in the <laughs> OK Go cereal. Like, you guys can't say you're beneath this. Like, oh, they're using fair, us to advertise stuff because they actually advertised with that company before they were in a commercial. And they were the, the yeah, most sellout so guys of all time. 
Yeah. To Black Eyed Peas' credit, though, I don't think they were involved in the lawsuit. It's just that their label owns all the rights to their music, so they're just doing it on their behalf. Like, I'm sure Black Eyed Peas don't give a shit at the end of the day. Yeah, the lawyers are billing people. Yeah. There are hours to be billed and no reason not to do it. Gotta have something to do. Better sue the poopy company. Because their lawyers also need something to do. Lawyers are like toddlers. Like, you gotta keep them busy. Just give them an iPad and let them watch a... Instead of letting a toddler watch the Poopsie Surprise My Humps parody, you let a lawyer sue the makers of it to fill their time. You give the unsold Poopsies to the lawyers to play with. Yeah. (laughs) What a nasty idea for a doll. Parents aren't going to buy that. Something that poops. That's their least favorite thing about their kid already is that they poop. Yeah. They don't want to be reminded of that. They want their kid to have something that poops. They should make kids that don't poop. Then it would be fun to have a unicorn that does. That's right. They should just throw up an owl pellet. Yeah, once scientists find the pooping gene, we need to remove it from any newborns. I'm imagining an airport book that's called The Pooping Gene. <laughs> yeah. The Secret to Gastrointestinal Health. Yeah, it's a book for people who read like Malcolm Gladwell and shit. Yeah. You need to shit 10,000 times to get all the shit out. Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm Shatwell. God, I love that. Maybe this is something we could theoretically watch on this show sometime. I'm surprised I never thought of this before, but that interview where Malcolm Gladwell and Gucci Mane talk for like a half hour. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, maybe we should watch that in the future because it's like Gucci discovered Malcolm Gladwell while he was in prison and started reading all his books. And then he wanted to talk to him really badly. And Gladwell's just like enough of a hack to be down to do it, you know? Malcolm Gladwell is like an eighth or a quarter black. Yeah, that's true. Like he's actually Jamaican. Yeah. Which makes it illegal to make fun of his hair. If anyone ever accidentally made fun of his hair and said, why is it so curly and poofy? You accidentally did some racism, sort of. Yep. It's not our job to educate you, but we just did anyway. Wow, this is in five parts. I guess they're five minute parts. And it's on Gucci Mane's channel. Wow. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. What else little little quick things we got to get to here? Uh, Rolling Stone published an article about the Rolling Stones' upcoming shitty album. They didn't give it a score yet because it's not out yet. I hope they're going to give it a five out of five, but... Hackney Diamonds is the name of it. It's vibrant it's and cohesive. Yeah, they say that it's they haven't been this on top of their game in about a half a century, which is... I mean, granted, they haven't made any good music in like 50 years, basically, but also that's such an insane thing to say. Like, come on. Yeah, it's definitely not true. Uh, yeah, no way. From what I've heard of it, it sounds, I don't know, it sounds so anonymous. It yeah. just sounds like they don't really have anything left to say in its studio musicians filling in the blanks. Like they kind of get a track from Mick Jagger and then other people put it together because he's 78, I think. So... Expecting him to sit down and write a song or write an album of songs is kind of ridiculous. And then you also have uh, a different drummer instead of Charlie Watts. Bill Wyman has been gone since the 90s. Uh, The drummer was in a band called Expensive Winos. That's uh, Keith Richards' side project. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's like the the minor leagues. (laughs) Yeah, totally. He's like in the farm system. They just moved him up to the majors. Yeah. Spot opened up on the roster. That's what a Motel 7 or whatever the fuck should become for Motley Crue. Get to Tommy Lee's son and kind of like the AAA team there. Yeah, it kind of does work like move that. Up like Motley Wolfgang Van Halen replaced Michael Anthony. That's a good point, yeah. But he couldn't replace his dad. But I wanted that, to. Uh, that would have been a bridge too far. When we're talking about these musicians filling in on this album, I wanted to point out that one of those guys is Sir Paul McCartney who contributes a quote-unquote relatively unobtrusive baseline on this song. Like, okay, the funny thing about this, this review is ostensibly supposed to be super positive about how this is their best music in a half century, but it's full of so much excuse-making about how not good it is. <laughs> Where, okay, in the song that Paul McCartney plays bass on, it has the lyrics, ain't on a leash, well, I ain't on a chain. You think I'm your bitch, I'm fucking with your brain. Cool. And then even the this article is just like, you know, trying to make excuses for it of like, it feels like a bit of a lost opportunity. Don't you want to know what's going on in Jagger's head? No, there's nothing going on in there. <laughs> I think this is what's going on. It's in the his cow head. playing the cymbals. Yeah, totally. These are always mixed in that, that horrible modern rock way where it's brick wall limited. 
and it's ironic because it's not modern anymore. It's like yeah, it's so ago. old. They always do that with these these new old guy albums. It's mixed like an album from 2005, and it's just kind of hard to listen to. Like I actually pulled it up in Audacity. I wanted to speed up one of the songs called um, I forget what it was even called. It was on my Spotify, but now my Spotify is Co- uh, Coco Melon. Sweet Sounds of Heaven, that's what it was called, featuring Lady Gaga and Stevie Wonder. And I'm not sure what Stevie Wonder was on. Maybe I didn't get far enough into it. Uh, I assume he was on Keys, probably. Yeah, one would assume. It's kind of, it's hard to hear stuff in these mixes. Like you would think with an, uh, like a a musical idiom like this, you would want it to be a clean sort of 70s production. Yeah. Like you would want it to, you would want it to be produced like sticky fingers or something like that, like ultra clean and dry. But then the problem is you have to auto tune the shit out of these guys. Yeah. When we listen to that song, angry, his vocal sound is so bad. Yeah. And I don't blame them. Yeah. He's like, like 10 trillion so years old. old. What are you going to do? Like it's very rare for someone that age to have a, a serviceable voice. I mean, one of Dan's takes that applies here, and I think Dan's very correct, is that when you're that old, you're supposed to make like ugly, gritty music. You know, you can't make the same fucking Rolling Stones song. You need to be like Scott Walker, you know? You need to go all out on just making like a terrifying, scary old guy thing and not just a 70s song. Yeah, but it's all, they compress the life out of it and it's, it's all digitally clipped. And it's, uh, it is kind of a fun mental puzzle to get into this mindset of being the person that has to write about it. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, what do you say about this shit? Like, what do you say? You have to do it. Someone has to do it. Like, someone I has to deliver the mail. A lot of the things that this writer tries to portray as being positive things are really just value neutral. He's like, depending on the song, Mick Jagger sounds snappish, peeved, needy, or insouciant with lyrics and a more pronounced British accent to match. Does it really matter that his British accent is more pronounced? That's so general, though. That could apply yeah, to any Rolling mean? Stones album. Like, you're just, you could say they have a backbeat. And then after quoting some of the mediocre-ass lyrics of, we haven't made love and I want to know why, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you're too the, old. The writer's like, yeah, yeah true. <laughs> That's exactly why. It stopped working. But the right after that, the guy's like, not exactly rock poetry, too. But he also hasn't sounded this engaged with the song since the heyday of the cassette. I think that's just an indictment of the Rolling Stones for the last 40 years and not like really any proof that this is any good. Isn't that kind of rude? Yeah. It strikes me as kind of rude. People say that about Weezer too. A lot of bands that haven't been good in a long time where every new album or every other new album, one that's perceived as better than the last one, it's better than anything they've done since Pinkerton or anything that's they've true, done since yeah. Like Some When the Girls. White Album comes out, everyone says that, yeah. And isn't the whole idea behind this like what we talked about the other week with uh with with Jan Wenner having to be friends with Mick Jagger and giving him a five-star rating on his shitty solo album. Like, isn't that the idea behind all this? Like being friends with these guys and kind of doing access journalism and you have to meet people at award shows and you don't want to screw anything up. So you just you you want to be positive all the time. But then you're also saying, sorry guys, but your last 17 albums have been dog dick. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. Bridges to Babylon. That was horrible. I snapped that CD in half. It was awful. All those albums probably got like 4.5 stars in Rolling Stone. You can only ever admit that the last one was bad once the next one is out. Yeah, every single one. I'm sure if you go back, it's it's been the the best they've sounded since Some Girls. Yeah, totally. The most enthusiasm Mick Jagger has had. Then if you look at at that cumulatively, it looks like a, a huge incline. Like he just keeps sounding more and more enthusiastic about the songs yeah. as it goes on. Like it's the last album times two times two. It's and like, it man, goes they must have really sucked in the eighties. Yeah. They must've been horrible on some girls. That must've been the low point of their career. I haven't heard any of the songs. I've only read the reviews. But yeah. they, everyone is better than the last one. Also, it's like doing access journalism in music is so stupid in the first place. This isn't politics. It's like, what access do you need to the Rolling Stones when they're 10 trillion years old? <laughs> like, what? how is that going to improve your understanding of this band at this point to giving to give Mick Jagger five stars on his solo album from the 2000s? Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, maybe people would say you were doing elder abuse. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you said it sucked, it could actually kill them. It's possible, yeah. Like, Here's they the would thing, call though. you on the phone and get mad. 
I don't think they're that invested in this new music. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think, think they, they remember what people it. think. They don't care about this. Well, you know that they don't care about any of this new music because when they play live, they're doing Street Fighting Man, uh, Gimme Shelter, Get Off of My Cloud. Yeah. Uh, they're doing all that shit. They might do one song from a recent album, but it stuff gets shuffled off the set list so quickly. Yeah, I bet that's you how you anything, know that they like they just don't care about the material. And why would you? If they tour this album, they'll play exactly one to two songs from it each night. You know? Yeah, they'll play angry. Yeah, exactly. And they will be angry because they're awake past four p.m. <laughs> they should start old. doing their shows at noon. Yeah, they should the have all the toddler special. shows like Coco Melon and Barney and shit come on after them. <laughs> Yeah, that's the matinee. Yeah, <laughs> the, in Chicago because like, like you can see why this happens in Chicago. Of like, there will be these shows where um, they'll do, especially with jam bands, it'll be like fish for toddlers, where it'll be like a noon show at like a real venue where it's like adults who like fish bring their toddlers to like listen to two hours of fish covers. So it's I don't so think it's, weird. Yeah, yeah, it's a very like. I don't know, guy who lives in the city who's in his like late 30s, but who still thinks he's cool, like bringing his kids to a thing like that, you know? I feel like the Rolling Stones themselves, instead of a cover band, they themselves could do that because they'd be happier playing shows at noon anyway. It's like, bring your toddler to see the last two Rolling Stones before they die. And all the toddlers are just kind of shaken. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah, it should be a family-friendly concert. And it should be free as well. Yeah, totally. They made enough money. If they were going to drag themselves and us through the process again, and after such a long gap, they must have also known they'd have to make it worth everyone's while. Shockingly, well, they have. <laughs> I think that's have massively they? overstating how much they care about the last <laughs> yeah. Rolling Stones album being good. Like, after Lou Reed and Metallica, you can't yeah. even... Like, the idea of having your last album ruin your career, that's completely dead. That means nothing yeah, no anymore. One cares. Especially when your career's been over a half a century, all the bad stuff will just get swept under the rug. Like with with streaming, that happens for every artist now anyway, where even if you're an artist that's been around like three years now, the songs that are the worst will just fade away, kind of. There's just so much out there that no one like holds it against you or something. Yeah, it's just more stuff that you don't have to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of a depressing um attitude, but there's just a deluge of content at all times. And the like, I guess this is, okay, think, keeping in mind that there is such a deluge of content, the Rolling Stones fucking album in 2023 is like the 10,000th best album of the year. You know what I mean? There's so many people you'll never hear of making better albums than them that get no press coverage whatsoever. Yeah. I would, I would genuinely say your gospel song from last week's episode is probably a better song than anything on the Rolling Stones album. <laughs> Just fundamentally, like the hook is the melody of that hook is probably more inspired than anything on the new Rolling Stones album. I would put money on that. Well, thank you. I think that's a very low bar, but that's true. (laughs) It's an extremely low bar, but I think it's objectively true. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. You have to get a bunch of people in. Like Iggy Pop sort of managed to pull it off. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that album's not that bad with uh, Queens of Stone Age and Arctic Monkeys guys on it. Yeah, but he was basically hiring people half his age to make an album yeah, for him. Yeah, who still are actually good at like drumming and writing songs and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's like, smart though. What is know? considered cool. I think it was a, that album's a really good idea actually because unlike when we were talking about Keith Richards' solo album where it's just like cynically getting all the big hit makers like, oh, I gotta have fucking the guy from Matchbox 20 on here. At least Iggy Pop chose like two or three artists he genuinely likes who are still good at making music and made a full album as a band rather than cynically putting a feature on every song in a very lazy way. <laughs> well, he deserves credit for that. It's also representative of the way that some of these songs balance Jagger's popism and Richard's rockism in a more seamless way than on records like Bridges to Babylon. Like, that doesn't even make sense anymore. What does that mean? Yeah. Like, that might have made sense in, like, 1978. Totally. But now, like, Jagger's popism is what? What does he think pop is? Like, his idea yeah. of pop is probably the U2 album pop. That was the last time he paid attention to what was going on. And then yeah, Keith Richards' rockism is like not even rock, really. It's just him playing an E and an A chord. Yeah. And doing Chuck Berry licks. Yeah. It's like the most outdated shit. It's like 
I guess they're they're in this timeless battle, but it's two visions of pop music from 1966. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's so weird. I, I feel very confident that Mick Jagger doesn't really listen to music. You know, like he probably listens to a couple albums from the 60s that he likes. You know, I assume he goes to vineyards and stuff like that. Yeah, and they're playing music from 40 years ago. He meets different world leaders. Yeah. He's not listening to like Olivia Rodrigo and being like, this is what pop is in 2023. How can I put my spin on this? Even getting Lady Gaga on a song, like her peak was like 10 to 15 years ago. You know, (laughs) it's not like he's like got his finger on the pulse or something. I think I might start a conspiracy theory that Mick Jagger paid Maroon 5 to make that song. Like that was paid promo for him. Yeah. They didn't like him. They didn't want to do it. It was called Move So Sexy before. And they had to change it at the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we have one song here, though, with vocals that sound worse than Mick Jagger's do. Oh, yeah. And a guy who's younger. Much younger. Uh, Jimmy Levy here. I, I bet a bunch of people probably saw this because it's really funny and really shitty. But about Yeah, a week this is ago, like five days ago, but we yeah. do have to talk about it. Because it's Forgiato Blow. It's this guy, Jimmy Levy, that we didn't know about, but who's sort of an alternate Forgiato Blow. It's like he's he's the the same same character model. He's also from Florida. The default like character model that he just didn't change his beard when he spawned his character. There's a beard you pop on like a Lego beard. Yeah, it looks so goddamn shitty, dude. And then Michael Flynn, the actual Michael Flynn, is in the song. And he's so heavily auto-tuned that it's hard to even describe what's going on. But it, it's chopped yeah, it's up so much that you don't even have syllables in it, really. Like, it almost sounds like what I, what I did to the, uh, the Fleetwood Mac song a couple weeks ago. Like, yeah, I genuinely don't know how you make autotune sound this bad. Because if you just boot up autotune and put all the settings to either zero or a hundred, you know, depending on what you're trying to do, it'll sound way better than this song sounds. Like, I don't know how they made autotune sound this shitty. Yeah, and they got him in studio. He's in this video swaying back and forth singing in a in a group with jimmy levy and forgiato blow and i don't get how they couldn't record his voice like it sounds like he recorded it over a phone and it was cutting out and he was going through a tunnel and then they ran that through autotune but most of them sound how could you not get him he it's like 10 seconds of singing that he has to do and he's in (laughs) studio like can you not get him to do two or three takes so he at least pronounces the syllables fully so you have it's something so to cool. move up and down it's just it's really crazy they basically did like a we are the world for just like mega grifters it is someone needed to do this it starts by saying amidst a firmament consumed by the oppressive grip of government overreach and tyrannical control a man by the name of jimmy levy emerged poised to make a difference fueled by the holy spirit he set out to bring together a group of gifted individuals but you can never God, that is so... You can burn Fuck, dude. How do you write something that sucks your own dick that bad? <laughs> it's cool that he's the best singer on this song, too. Yeah, he auditioned for American Idol. He's on the American yeah. Idol wiki. He was on season 18, season 18 and he, uh, he auditioned in Savannah. He sang Wicked Game by Chris Isaac. All three judges voted yes, but I watched a clip of it earlier, and it's so awkward. Like, he's pressing his finger into his temple and closing his eyes while he's singing, and then Katy Perry, who's one of the judges, is like, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing, dude? He gets, like, really awkward and nervous and shit. Yeah, Yeah, he's, like, almost shaking. But it's uh, funny that since then he's gained about 200 pounds. And also that he's like, you can fuck with me and you can't, you, you will never scare me, man. And yeah, he was getting alpha dogged by Katy Perry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just so nervous, Katy. That woman who just sang, at the end it'll be revealed who she is and it's, it's very funny to me, but we'll wait. Forgiato Blow. Oh, here he is. Trump's nephew. Oh, here's Michael Flynn. When we fall to Amazing sounding pitch correction. God, this guy's voice too, man. And they have footage of this guy in the booth recording with like a nice mic. How does it sound this bad? You can take all our money, but you can't have our soul. You can burn down our buildings. God, this one too. 
Like, we will all I think what I would do is have someone else sing their line and then have them lip sync it. Like, if you have yeah. someone who actually cannot sing for five seconds without fucking it up. Like, Michael Flynn, I assume he's like... Based on that. Yeah. Like, how weak does the track have to be that you can... That, like, that's the best thing you can do with it. Just have someone else sing the five seconds and then pitch it up a little bit or something so it sounds different and then have them lip sync it. Yeah. With the lyrics, too, it's hard to figure out what's going on in this song because, like, you can take all our money. I assume they think the government's taking all their money, but said you can burn down our buildings. And who's burning down your buildings? Just yeah, I guess nonsense. it's like they're, they're confiscating money from the January 6th people. Uh, and the buildings are burning like their buildings BLM down, burning stuff down in 2020 is what they're I thinking guess. about. Yeah, it's really hard to figure out what this is about. It's I don't so know how they connect from this reality. I can't believe Michael Flynn was in the military. Yeah. <laughs> like he was one of the most powerful people in the military. It is amazing. I think he could have launched a nuke if he wanted for years. And here he is clapping, wearing a freedom shirt with 4G auto blow. And also, doesn't the credits sound at the like end something? Here. They had the Trump Latinos in this. Uh, who else do we got here? Some does it sound like uh, Lean On Me? Mises, Billboard charting rapper. Jennifer Ooh, Sutter, is, former Pussycat yeah, Doll. Former pussycat I guess there doll. are two former Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, we've talked about that before, the conservative Pussycat Doll. Maybe, yeah, there was two? one in like 2016, but I God guess there damn. are two because there have been a lot of Pussycat Dolls. Big Nick. Wait a minute, Big Nick. Remember that old picture with like, it was the Vine Stars, it was the convention of Vine Stars and it was like edited and, and there yeah. was like Chris Del Chris and all that? Yeah, I remember that. I think the original one, Big Nick was on it. I think that's one of those guys. <laughs> that's amazing. So many of these people in this are just people who are on Real Housewives in one season or just random like reality show non-stars. Yeah, Michael Flynn is the only guy who isn't a failed actor. Yeah. Or a failed rapper. He's the only failed general. Man, that's a hell of a song, though. I love the pitch correction. It just sounds so weird. He thought he really had something with that. Like, he thought that was going to be the next national anthem. That was going to be remembered, like, Lean On Me yeah. or Stand By Me or something like that. And his his YouTube channel after he got ninety thousand views on this, and his YouTube channel still has nine subscribers, and the reactions every like Twitter, even blue checks on Twitter are making fun of him. The YouTube comments are all negative. Like he's just getting fucking dunked on constantly for this shit. Yeah, I just want to look at that intro at the beginning again. Amidst a firmament consumed by the oppressive grip <laughs> of government overreach and tyrannical control, a man by the a name firmament. of Jimmy Levy emerged, poised to make a difference. Fueled by the Holy Spirit, he set out to bring together a group of gifted individuals. United by a common thread, they poured their souls into recording the timeless and evocative hymn of freedom. He called his own <laughs> timeless song Timeless at the beginning of the music video. God. A man by the name of Jimmy Levy emerged. That's unbelievable. And I, then on Twitter, he's in the he's like replying to everybody who's met Duncan on him. Some guy said, I have it on good authority that God hates this. And then he replied, Not what he told me. Shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah, he's talking to you personally. That's so ridiculous. Like, We Are the World was less self-satisfied, I think. Oh, yeah, a million percent. Do they know it's Christmas? Even Bob Geldof wouldn't do that. He wouldn't say that, I present you this timeless, genius song yeah. that will solve world hunger, fueled by God's spirit, and God personally told me to do this. Like, Bono wouldn't even bring himself to do that. Nobody sure. would do that. But this is some guy that nobody's heard of, just... Just some car dealership guy. And also his YouTube is Jimmy Levy Vivo and it has 10 subscribers. Yeah. So he made his own fake Vivo account, which is kind of funny. I don't yeah, think they even do those bit. anymore. Like, do they? I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like that they was like a merged it into just like, yeah, YouTube music generally. Yeah. Boy, that is, uh, that is tremendous. 
I would love yeah, to hear the else? original stems from Michael Flynn. Oh, me too, dude. I'd love to. All those vocals just unprocessed would be really cool. I'm still looking at these Twitter comments too, where someone's like, I wanted to sing along, but I threw up in my mouth, so it's not going to work out. And then he replied, jealousy tends to come out in vomit. I rebuke it in Jesus's name. What does that even mean? It's, what would you be jealous of though? Getting to hang out with Michael Flynn, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the conservative pussycat doll. <laughs> yeah. Those are it's not such a big, big names get. they got. You That's couldn't even get, get Roseanne. Yeah, I would love she, to hear auto-tune Roseanne. Me too. I wonder if we could get the conservative pussy doll, cat doll on an E1 song. You probably could. You would have to give her like $2,000. Yeah, that's the problem. That's not worth it. You would have to fly her out from Miami. If you were in Florida, it would be easier. You would have access to way more freaks to pay if you were that's in Florida. That's true. Island Boys, Forgiato Blow. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. We were talking about when Jimmy Levy was on uh, American Idol. It's insane to me that he made it to the third round in Hollywood. Like how the quality of uh, the competition must be pretty low by season 10,000 here. Yeah, I guess he's not a bad singer. Like in his audition, he sounded fine. He is very affected. Yeah, I guess like it's just really cheap. I guess they like cheesy singing on that show, but he's conventionally he can sing unlike everyone else in his song. But I wouldn't say he has like a memorable voice or anything. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he has star power. Yeah. Well, certainly in that American uh, Idol clip we watched, he's just like so like nervous and shaky and weird. Yeah. But I guess he's good enough to get through. Oh, he was eliminated. He was eliminated in round three when he sang Shadow, an original song. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Couldn't have been very good. On the American Idol wiki, there's trivia about him. His mother is a supposed psychic, and he himself claimed at the audition that he has the ability to see ghosts. Cool. They let him through after that? Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird that he auditioned for Lionel Richie. That's cool. Lionel Richie said, you're a good singer, and I'm going to send you to Hollywood. And now he's here with Michael Flynn doing this shit. Yeah, Lionel Richie has, we have him to blame for this. Yeah, has he denounced this yet? Come on the show, sir, and denounce the monster you've created for giving us funny music to make fun of. I guess we should be thanking Lionel Richie. Yeah, this is awesome. I don't know why people would get mad at this or rebuke it. Yeah, I want him to do more of this. I want to hear Michael Flynn on like 20 different songs by this guy. All right, I guess we got to move on to the main event here, Drake. In light of recent events, I'd like to recite some poetry. Yeah. Countries go to war over misunderstandings. You should be happy. I go to Miami. Just like the conservative pussycat doll and all the rest of these folks. Yeah, this we is got good the timing. Drake book. We finally got our hands on the PDF. Perfect timing for him to put out his album, too. So we were listening to some of his new album. I mean, some of the tracks are totally fine. The thing about Drake is he's like fine. He's like a replacement level artist where it's like, that's how this stuff gets on the radio. Like, yeah, it sounds fine. Nothing yeah, it's listenable. It. Usually nothing stands out a lot. It's boring when you hear 23 songs in a row of it, but it's like, it's fine. That's the thing. I always fall into that trap every time I say, I'm, I'm going to listen to the full Drake album or the full Travis Scott album. And then it turns out to be like an hour and 46 minutes. Yeah, Drake's such a big offender, worse than most at that, where like, you know, in the CD era, everything was bloated because they would fill like an 80 minute CD. But his albums wouldn't even fit on a CD. Like his last few albums, or most of them anyway, have been, this one's 85 minutes long. Like what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah, it seems like you're working too hard. Like why not save a couple for the next album? Yeah, put out two albums that are 40 minutes apiece. Isn't that more economical? Totally. But, but this it's, album, it's okay, it seems like, but there's some uh, yeah, amazing Drake lines in it, Drakeisms. Yeah, we were trying to find the good Drakeisms. I think overall as an album, this is probably like maybe his worst reviewed album ever, I think. Yeah, people are starting one. to get sick of it. I think the yeah. main theme is that he's so emotionally again, immature, which is yeah. definitely true. Like, he's still doing the same shit he was doing when he was, like, 21. Yeah. Like, whining about girls not texting him back. And he's, what, like, like how old is 40? he now? In yeah, he 30s. is. He's 36. It's just, it's like, come you're on. too old to be doing that. And he's always, he just sounds like a college kid, which is, like, it, it's the thing people made fun of him for originally. And, but it was sort of evocative. 
Like people yeah. could people could uh, empathize with it, with his pettiness. But now it's like twelve years later, and he's still saying the same exact shit. Yeah, and it's, it's like the same shouldn't you tired shtick? Shouldn't you be married or something? Yeah, <laughs> like like usually uh, usually people that age who have all that money, they're not dating twenty one year olds serially. Exactly. And then like having messy breakups with them over text. Like, why is that? I don't know why you would want to live your life that way. It seems like it causes him a lot of problems. But yeah, I don't know. That's why 21. he's Drake. I think this review from the he's Independent forever kind of 21. Sums, yeah. He should buy the store. I'm I'm forever 21 because I'm in girls' clothes. That's what he <laughs> should say. I th- this review from the Independent kind of sums up what you're saying here, where it's like the childish pettiness and adolescent insecurities that were once endearing in their juvenilia now seem tired and immature. Instead of chilling out and settling down as he approaches his 40s, the album sees him acting up more than ever in ways that frequently reek not just of insecurity, but outright misogyny. It's like, well, that's definitely true. Yeah. It is funny, though. exhausting. Yeah, it's just, it sucks thinking about his life, him texting all these different girls and then getting mad and, like, them having fights with each other. Like, the way he portrays his life is he's always just having text arguments with women. Yeah, totally. The first song on the album, too, starts with a thing about lean. Like, he's doing some kind of, like, joke about lean in, lean in soda, Fanta, Fanta sizing. It's like, how often are you drinking lean, dude? You're not, like, that young. Like, there's you no shouldn't way you're be. doing that shit all the time. Yeah, I hope not. But I got to give this song credit. It's called Virginia Beach, where I was born. Oh, wow. And yeah, he characterizes my birthplace as she pretty but ghetto, pretty but rough, just like Virginia Beach. I guess that's yeah, I what it was like you being that a toddler too. there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That 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 uh, comports with my experience of being four years old. I do kind of like Virginia Beach as a song. The yeah. worst line in it is... Uh, it's not bad. We ain't even got to mention that any N-word try and trouble you. He going to find out that it's on site like www. God damn. On site like dot com. Put a baby in you. A hot mom. God damn. That's Shut up, so Drake. bad, man. That's like bad even by Drake's standards. I think yeah, his book is www. worse. www.com. It's like, <laughs> put a baby in you, you a hot mom. It's so bad, man. Oh, it's like references that would have been on like the blueprint. Yeah. Dot com boom shit. <laughs> and then, okay, the next track, which is also not bad, like Amen. This is a fine song, but there's some just super cringe lyrics. You my baby, so I gotta put you in the crib. Same neighborhood where Ashton Kutcher live. I'm just doing what that punk should have did. No, you're not. You're serially dating 21-year-olds like we were talking about. Come on. Yeah, and it also seems like he's paying for 20 different women's apartments who he doesn't like. Yeah. (laughs) I guess that's what he's saying Ashton Kutcher should have done. Yeah. Well, Ashton Kutcher, he took some L's recently. Oh, yeah, with the Danny Masterson stuff. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to live in his neighborhood. Yeah. You There's my a baby, weird line I where he says... in the crib is so funny. God damn, it's so stupid. He says, I told Jimmy Jam I use a Grammy as a doorstop. And I love Jimmy Jam. He's the guy who did uh, Janet Jackson's Control, a lot of the uh, the new Jack Swing stuff. I respect him using a Grammy for a doorstop. That sounds like something Nate would do, you know? Yeah, it really does sound like an E1 line. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Talking I wish about I thought the Grammys that, yeah. and like just telling someone randomly, like going up to Quincy Jones and saying, I, I don't even like my awards. Yeah, I would it's totally just so be happy dumb. It's such a weird song. flex. Like, I think he also has Grammys. Yeah. It's like, I just, like, what? And then right after that, he says, girl gave me some head because I need it. And if I fuck with you, then after I might eat it. What? And <laughs> well, it's clear the fact what that he, he means, says what, but... it kind of... Yeah, like, I, I know what he means, but it makes it sound like he's going to put it in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we got to transition to finally reading his book here in full. It's not going to take very long. Oh, one last line here. Oh, sure. In Bahamas Trip, which I think is also a good song, even though it's very funny. He says, broken pinky promises. You fucked up our Bahamas trip. That's like a Joseph Rogan no relation line. Yeah. It's also just a way that you would make fun of Drake if you're trying to parody him. Yeah, I guess he's protected against that because any fake Drake line you make, it could just be in one of his songs or one of his yeah. books. It would be fun to get Drake on like E1, you know? I think that 
his genuine lines would come across funny in that context. He could just write his normal shit and everyone be like, that was really funny, man. <laughs> That's a good parody of you. Yeah. But his book, it, this dovetails nicely because the book begins with a QR code for this album that just came out. And it's a picture of two dogs, the For All the Dogs album, which is also such a fucking terrible album title. Yeah. What does that mean? I guess it's for all his dogs, like people, but he's just showing puppies on here, you know? I think I said like six months ago that Drake was going to title his next album, I Got That Dog In Me. Yeah. <laughs> Not too and far And it off. almost happened. All right. I think we should probably alternate sets of two pages here reading these and we can kind of analyze them a little if we need to, you know? Sure. So I'll, I'll do the first one here. First, this is two pages of the book right here. I actually do have good things to say about you, just not in this book. DJ Khaled be losing his mind when he read that. Ooh. You know, Drake comes with stuff you don't expect. She is coming through to meet my career. I invited her over to experience her pictures. Wow, that sucks. That's really bad. Yeah, I don't even get what that means. This is one that we read before when we were looking for screen caps online. I am the soundtrack for lives that go on without me. Yeah, pretty self-evident. That's what that's two pages is is like. Yeah, yeah. it's what okay. music is. It's crazy. It's such a cool stoner thought. Like yeah. it's crazy <laughs> that someone listened to my music and then they go fuck somebody that I don't get to fuck, even though they're like a different person than me. It's like, oh man. I'll let you talk first. But don't let me go second. Damn. He's going to snap. On that one's her. not that good. Life isn't fair, but karma helps. That's one that DJ Khaled read in his video. It was Ooh. only six words, so that's probably why he chose that one. He could read that. Some days I got it all figured out, but most days I never learn. Damn. Okay. That's, that's real right there. That's real. Charged it to the game and paid the bill. That's another one DJ Khaled read. It's true, you know? Yeah, that's that's great. Something other than me has got to give. Damn. Damn. Oh, this next one flips the script. There's a blank page. And then the second page just says, you're nothing to write home about. Oh, my God. He he changed oh, up wow. the whole format. Oh, wow. I can't read the signs, hon. I left my glasses at home. Damn. It's almost that old tweet. I've seen enough. Yeah. <laughs> Takes glasses off. I've seen enough. This is really, holy shit. This might be my favorite one yet. It's, it's just one page. It doesn't have a, a corresponding line. Canadian money does not fold. I think right. it does, though. <laughs> does I it? guess the loonies and the toonies don't, but the rest of it does. Yeah, coins don't fold. Too soon or too late. Either way. Dot, dot, dot. You can bring all your baggage home to me. Okay. I don't even know when these start and end. Yeah, it's so incoherent. Like there'll be two pages and then four lines together and all of them are on their own page and they don't relate to each other anyway. Yeah, it's such, it's so good, you know? Why me? Why now? Helping me figure you out. I don't know if those are even connected. I think like, are those part of a stanza? Dead serious till I die. Wow, that's some real dumb guy <laughs> <That's> profundity. <awesome. laughs> Y'all more liquid than solid. Okay. Like pee and poop? Guess so. That's the whole thing. Then there's a blank page. You love um, to get pretty for people who don't know the truth about you. All right. Yep. How many acres does it take to prove a point? What does that mean? Yeah, what the fuck? What are you talking about? What do you mean acres? Oh, this is another funny dumb guy one. State of the art everything in every state. Damn. Like in states of disrepair or, oh no, is I think it like he's he, traveling a lot maybe. Oh, like he has a, he has a state of the art stereo in Montana. Yeah. He's jet set. Okay. What's mine is mine, not yours. Heart included. Damn. Oh, that's cold. like something a 12 year old would write on a binder. Totally. <laughs> Come on, dude. Oh, this is a good one. This is some Dr. Seuss shit, except emo. Oh, how smooth life would go if you knew what you pretend to know. Wow. Drake Seuss. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Drake der Seuss. I'm not for you. F-O-U-R. Really starting to put two and two together. 
God damn. Come on, dude. What <laughs> is so that? Cool. That's like a kid's Valentine. This really is so much worse than his I music. I choose, choose, like choose you. Yeah. It's so bad. Or it's like um, the plain white tea song. I got one thing to do, three words for <laughs> you. It's like that kind of shit. Uh, it's, it's brutal. Already got a career. I can't convince you that I love you for a living. Doesn't sound like you do love this person. Everything in here is so catty. Yeah, why don't you? I think Drake needs to take some time to himself. I think we've talked plenty about how DJ Khaled is the perfect audience for this book, but I also feel like this could be the only book that Donald Trump has read in his adult life. He, I think he would relate to this. Yeah, he is very self-centered. Ideally, I want someone to check on me knowing I'm healthy. So you're just very needy? Sounds like it. <laughs> you kind of sound like a dickhead. <laughs> you sound like you're malingering. My helping hand getting numb and my visions going blurry from looking out for everyone. Oh my Damn. God, shut up. <laughs> so stupid. If Drake has just done so much for so many people. He's just talking about like buying stuff for women that he's fucking before yeah. they go back to <laughs> junior year of college. He's so charitable. <laughs> You're so nice. There are, there two, are two types ty- of... Oh. oh, sorry. There are two types of women in this world. Women who like giving head and women who I don't like. Damn, dude, you're so charitable. That's like the man show. Yeah, Andrew Dice Clay shit. Like I thought he was supposed to be sensitive. She suffers from main character syndrome. If you ask me, I told her I'm going crazy. She said, "Without me, you rhymed (sighs) me with me, and that also doesn't make sense." And also, you do suffer from main character syndrome. Yeah. To his credit, he's about as close to being the main character that anyone gets. Like, yeah, he's the main character of close. Toronto. Yeah, it's true. Maybe the main character of Canada, even. Yeah. It's a pretty low to bar to be the main character of Canada, and it could be Drake. First of all, I don't have time to go around telling every loser I came across, I'm sorry for your loss. Damn, dude. That's very Trumpy, and it's like the, even on the hater, even on uh, 9-11... They, yeah. I wish the, the haters, haters and, and losers, losers. A, a happy day or something. Always thinking about the haters and losers. Like, I don't even have time to go around telling these losers that I'm sorry for your loss. Is he talking about, like, people whose who's dog died? Yeah, for all the dogs. For all the dogs. That's why he made this album, because he couldn't give people condolences. <laughs> so this is for all the dogs that I didn't thank you on Facebook that your dog died. Please don't try me. I'm not that far down my spiritual journey. God, that fucking sucks. Okay. That's like a a wine mom sign that you would find at a thrift store. Imagine me shifting my focus from world domination to you. God, that sucks. Your taste in men isn't exactly Michelin star. That's just like a bad line from like Frasier or something. But one Michelin star. Do they give one Michelin star? Yeah, they do, but that's like a high honor to get one Michelin star. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So the I wasn't sure sense. if that it's was like really a, a mediocre thing to have, to have one star on there. Because it no, sounds like it would be bad. A, it's like, uh, it's assumed that every restaurant gets zero stars. So when you get one, it is like a good thing. That's good. It would suck. It, it just kind of sucks to say you have one star. Yeah, it does sound bad. Because on Yelp, if you have one star, it means it's going to make you throw up instantly. Michelin stars should begin at 100 and end at 104. That's true. It should be like Super Mario 64. <laughs> All right, let's keep going here. Saved you in my phone as never again, just so I don't forget. Is it that hard to not forget these women? <laughs> my talents include a pen. Your talents include a bed. Okay. We're both, We're both skilled, skilled nonetheless. nonetheless. Okay. So bad. I don't think that Drake uses a pen either. Come on. He's yeah, fucking writing this shit in his He's phone. doing this in notes app. Yeah, come on. Like he's always on his phone. He even talks about it. He's always just texting people. Tell me something I don't know. Like your motives. Damn. Okay. Better without you and you know it. That's why you can't bring yourself to ask me how I'm doing. Oh, God, shut up, man. <laughs> so he's 36 bad. years old, and he's like privately stewing that people aren't texting him to ask him how he's doing. This book is only a thousand words, and it feels like it's going on forever, man. Yeah, and it makes him look so bad, too. Like, in a thousand words, 
Couldn't you make yourself look good or look cool? Yeah. <laughs> like you just look like a, a very needy guy who's has millions and millions of dollars and can go and do whatever he wants. But he's just he's like texting college students and getting weirdly passive aggressive and like pouting around his friends, hoping they say, what's wrong, dude? And so he can say nothing, nothing. It sounds Said like a really a miserable life. I know. <laughs> Said you're one in a million, not one in 7.8 billion. Relax. All right. Swimming in regret is not cardio. Oh, that's yeah, the one that's we one read before. Yeah, that's really good. Hearts break as much as they beat. A lesson I know too well, but hate to teach. They break like a hundred times a second. <laughs> that's not good. I can read you like I wrote you. Damn. I want a match made in heaven, not a match made in Weston. Where's Weston? I don't know. That's is that in Toronto? Get here. I don't know. I'm not going to find out right now, you know? Numbers don't matter. Someone who isn't doing them. God, that's stupid. But is that like a money thing? Yeah, like I a, guess it's a like money a rap thing. thing too. Like, you know, you're not putting up numbers like your albums and shit. Oh, yeah, that's He's right. addressing the haters. Oh, yeah, doing numbers are addressing on the women, okay. But that one is addressing the haters. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking like waistline or something. I was thinking like body positivity. Imagine oh. me trying to front on this free app fuck i look like what do you i'm posted up feeling i'm posted up feeling liked in real life damn also this free app like he's, yeah, what he's you a, mean? like was this just an actual draft yeah <laughs> you couldn't God, change that sucks. you couldn't just change uh, i don't know um, their insecurities are the main reason why i increase my security damn damn yeah people are after drake there's more to life than bottling up emotions, bottle service, and smoking. That's all you talk about, dude. Yeah. You were in my dream last night. They call that a nightmare, right? Damn. Cool. We all came up broke, but I'm the one, the only one who used my tools to fix it. Damn, I guess you are. Did he come up broke? Hell no. He was on TV when he was like 12. And his dad was like also a musician, I think. Yeah, I guess he... uh we oh, Weston Road in Toronto's working class West End. I'm learning oh, about okay. Drake today. Weston Road. Okay, so that's like the projects. Um, Being someone they fear and can never get near is Hot 100 music to my ears. Wow, shout out to Hot 100. Yeah, I guess Drake had a shitty upbringing, but he uh, also got famous when he was 15. So I feel like that mitigates a lot of it. Yeah. Please go mind the business that pays you minimum wage. Damn. Come on. That's man. not nice. Watching you spiral down from the best seats in the house isn't as fun as I'd often dreamt about. All right. Everest is probably easier to get over than you. Jesus. That's some more like 12 year old writing in the binder kind of shit. Yeah. That's so melodramatic. Like, come on. Maybe the reason he didn't sell a lot of these is because it's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> because if these were like $5 and they sold them everywhere, people would probably be laughing about it. Like it would be a TikTok trend or something. Yeah. I don't think Drake can be embarrassed about this shit though. Yeah. I, the fact that he's doing it at all and he's still doing this shit at this age. Nonetheless, I wish you the second best. Damn. Irony. It cost a lot of dollar sign to feel free. Oh, that's so bad. Does it? I, the stuff you be saying on those apps says a lot. Yep. Communication. Communication. It communicates things all the time. It's so hard to know if these are new poems or these are like the second line of the... I, I why can't it just be on one page, Drake? Here. If I didn't know how to keep my comments to myself, I'd be commenting STFU. Damn. I think he should do that. That would be funny. If people were making jokes about Drake and he actually searched it out and commented STFU. Like that would make person. him like Jimmy Levy, just talking to all the haters in the replies. Yeah, God told me to do this. Those God's guys plan. are so burnt out, we can smell it from here. He Ugh, should reply so to all his, all his haters, God's plan. Yeah. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Someone who could never be me, let alone do what I do. Ugh. He's going to step into an open manhole. Seven months later, you're asking me what's up. Oh, not much. Just been keeping my I told you so tucked. He's so petty. Yeah. Why do you even know these people? Like, how do you run into these people over and over again? And they're like texting you years later. If everyone's a fake friend, it turns out the problem was probably you, Drake. Fake Drake. Yeah, that's what, that's what they're calling him. They call him fake Drake, folks. They call him fake Drake. 
My therapist told me I need to stop listening to what people tell me. But if I take her advice, wouldn't I be listening to what people tell me? Oh, he spelled wouldn't wrong. It's wood apostrophe oh, T. Oh, yeah, you're right. Would. A thousand words and there's a typo. Yeah. <laughs> no one proofread this. They did not even reread this shit. Told you that you have no business getting flown out. If you can't at least fly business, but you don't ever listen. Or maybe I should reread that here. I, I kind of get it. Told you that you have no business getting flown out if you can't at least fly business, but you know, don't ever listen. It's like you got to be rich enough to fly business class or I don't know. Who, I don't but why does he care. have to fly you out then if you can afford your own flight? Yeah, it's I don't some know. weak shit. I guess I don't, I, I don't know what out. he's doing. Partner Part- up. Greater than settle down. Ugh. I think he needs to settle down. Yeah. This is so stressful. Known to block anyone and anything that isn't a blessing. Doesn't sound like it. Does he have a lot of people blocked? Apparently. Say you found the right relationship, but that man got you going 50-50. You're either really bad at math or really silly. Is 50-50 math? I wouldn't say that. I don't even get what that means. Oh, he's like, he's paying for half of it? Yeah, yeah. Free all the homies dealing with max sentences and free all the women dealing with bare minimum. I think that kind of dovetails off the last one, you know? Oh, okay. So he's a friend of women now. Yeah, suddenly. Now you with somebody you told me was nobody. Oh, that's the whole thing, I think? Cool. What's the difference between going through your phone and going through hell? I can't really tell. Oh my God, that's one of the best ones yet. It's always some unemployed hoe trying to work my nerves. Is it? I guess it seems like a situation that's easy to avoid. (laughs) If you're a millionaire, like who, what unemployed person are you coming into contact with? Yeah. Isn't it usually employed people around you that you're talking to? Unforced error. Yeah. Usually you're talking to like the Hooters waitress, man. Our miscommunication is uncanny. Countries go to war over misunderstandings. You should be happy I go to Miami. That one is really funny. That's pretty good. Assassinated my character and got off with no time served. Was that about Pusha T? For what it's worth, I've dealt with badder who've done me worse. Okay. If jumping to conclusions was an Olympic sport, you wouldn't have just won my heart, but you would have won gold. God, that sucks. Having trouble figuring out if you're a devil missing a horn or a unicorn. Oh, we saw that one online. That's That's really so bad. (laughs) I'm a terrible texter, but a great writer. Eh. Hate confrontation, but a great fighter. Okay. They rarely give credit, but I don't get mad. I'd rather the cash. I'd rather the cash? He doesn't get credit? What does he not get credit for? Does he mean like I'd rather get the give the cash? Get the I don't know. Like he'd You're rather not... get the cash rather than the credit? It's really shitty. When man. does he ever not get both though? Like he gets credited if he's on stuff. Yeah. You're not thugging, you're kidding. One sided beef is not beef, it's chicken. That's too shitty for him to put into a song. Like, come on. One-sided beef is not beef, it's chicken? They're scared, you know? I guess it makes sense, but I'm just imagining... It makes sense. It's just very bad. I'm imagining, like, half beef, half chicken. (laughs) Like, it's a chicken breast that's half beef, and it's called one-sided beef. It's just kind of gross to think about, but I do see what he's going for. I hate when you always ask me what I'm doing, more than you hate that the answer is always working. Ugh. No, you're no not. One, ooh, this is a good one. No one is gaslighting you. You're just so toxic that you're flammable. Damn. Damn. No one is gaslighting you. You're just farting. One of like the 19-year-old girls that he dates is going to put that in her Twitter bio. Or like, I guess, TikTok bio. She's probably not on Twitter. She doesn't even know it's about her. <laughs> I believe in God just as much as he believes in what we got going on. Damn. Wow, I guess you can interpret that how you like. In what life does their opinion on my life have anything to do with my life? Yeah, I mean, that seems self Well, you think about it a lot. A about it. Yeah, you're 36 and it. you're still completely possessed by haters and stuff. Yeah. Ain't no way out of all the places you could play, you chose in my face. Oh, I see. She wants to play in his face. She could have played elsewhere. Oh, this is the worst one, I think. Oh, this is really good, yeah. Apple added edit text so you can reset what you really meant. Is that resentment? Whoa. (laughs) Maybe tonight you can take a break from scrolling through people's lives and step outside. Sounds like you need to do the same, dude. I'm reading. Tell Guinness I know who the most annoying bitch is. And for some reason, this time, bitch is spelled with an exclamation point instead of an I. (laughs) 
That's so dumb. It's like putting someone's <laughs> name on on Urban Dictionary and saying yeah, they're totally. the biggest bitch in the class and they're a slut too. What will you say in your speech when you go up and accept the award for pretending to be everything I need? Ugh. Shut up. That was the last one. The most text in the entire book is on the last page. Fight on Press Limited to Cooperage Yards, London, blah, blah, blah. New York, da, da, da. Fighton.com. First published 2023. This is like a massive amount of text for this book. 168 pages. This is a scam on paper companies. I got to say, it took longer to read than I expected, which is still very, very little time. It's just hard to process it. Like there's so many. It's not. They're not separated at all. You just don't know where the stuff is. And sometimes there'll be pages in between and sometimes there won't be, but that doesn't designate anything. It's at random. In the intro, it did say it's a stream of consciousness. He told us what we were getting into. I think though, you're right. I think that like there still needs to be more time to process this where I do want to put together a concise audiobook version of this book where we just make our own audiobook. You could probably have Drake read it. Yeah, do the Drake AI. <laughs> Drake AI could just read it, and it would be like 10 minutes long. Oh, yeah, tops. This thing is so fucking shitty, dude. For all I'm the glad dogs. we got our hands on it, though. I'm not done with this thing yet. I'm going to be reading it and rereading it. Yeah, I'm going to read this voraciously. And if you're listening to this, you better rewind about 15 minutes or whatever and go back and listen to it again, because I bet you didn't actually fucking get the message that Drake took. He put his heart and soul out there and you probably didn't even fucking understand the message yet. So go back and hear it again. Yeah, you might be Only fake. He will bring us closer when we fall to our knees and he'll lift us from the ground so that everyone can see that we never